Okay. <clears throat> I'm recording this because there is this slander campaign uh, that was started right now. I saw it like within the last 15, 20 minutes uh, from this person named New Amauta. Um, and this is a really awkward situation, you know, um, and because, you know, yesterday I got some people telling me that he posted something about me saying that like something I call it Sashin Little Feather Pretendian and that I'm anti-Mexican anti and blah, 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 you know, and, uh, and, you know, I think, you know, I was just like, what's going on? So what I, you know, what I did and, you know, when, when this was being told to me, I noticed my phone said, you know, it kind of like gave me a notification that new Amuta started following me. And this is not the first time, you know, I, he has followed me in the past and I have like, you know, took, taking him off my 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 uh, follow list, you know, people that are following me, I just, take, I just took him off. I outright blocked him, right? And I unblocked him because, you know, just tried to see if I can talk, you know, talk it out, whatever. And, you know, he he's just, it is really immature person. So I asked him yesterday, hey man, is it true that you made this post about me, whatever people were telling me and stuff? He said, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to actually post, release the whole conversation I had in New Amuta. I had some conversation with him yesterday and some conversation with him today. And today was like an hour, two hours long of DMs, me just telling him, hey man, like talk to me on Zoom so we can talk things out because I think you have a misconception, right? And he was like, no, no, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to talk to you. And it was just like, this is the weirdest shit. And I, and I, and I will post it, but I will also read it and, and discuss why his, his behavior is strange. So, but for first, I want to address, you know, his, um, his tweets about me. It's really disgusting, you know. Uh, I'll read them out and then... And then, you know, I'll address them. So the first tweet says, uh, Decolonized Buffalo is disgusting. He jumped on the bag wagon with Jack and Keeler, claiming that Sashin Little Feather is a pretendian. The very, the very day she passed away, this is, this is what, this kind of rhetoric for, uh, progresses to deny Afro-Native and Latin American Native existence so often a tread. So I think that's fucking bullshit. So right here, he's, he's actually trying to deny I call me anti-black. He's assuming he's I'm anti-black, even though I had episodes about uh, black, black indigeneity, you know, Afro-natives and stuff like that. I had episodes about this topic, right? But fuck, him, fuck me, right? Um, and to talk about Latin America indigenous existence, I talk about this. If anybody that listens to the podcast talks, no, I talk about this. I talk about indigenismo, how it's anti-native and all these other things. You know, I've been on panels about this. You know, so this, this whatever he's doing here is actually out of bad faith and it's really disgusting, right? Um, this actually is a ploy to, to have more people jump in the bandwagon to slander. So this is not going to be the end. Him posting this is not going to be the end of it. It's going to be other people saying garbage and shit like that. It's, it's, I'm telling you, you know, but like I said, it's, it's out of... It's, uh, there's no integrity in these posts. So the next tweet, part two says, Jack and Killer was caught up by many natives for claiming uh, Lil Feather is a pretendian. Uh, many Yaquis and Apaches like her live without government recognition due to mestizaje, border politics, 
and societal shaming to renounce their identity to Spanish youth colonization. Yeah, I talk about this. I talk about this all the time. Then, you know, he quotes Kayla Wayla and, 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 you know, uh, somebody else, uh, you know, um, in, 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 the, in, the, in the tweets. Um, but you know what's funny about all, all this, you know, part two of this is his friends, his personal friends actually called Sashin Littlefeather a pretendian. And I told him yesterday, hey man, I didn't call her a pretendian. Like I, I didn't, I'm at, I'm at a press like or something. Like is he mad at press like, but his friends called her a pretendian. I told him, I was like, if you're gonna, if you're going to call me out, you need to call them out because they publicly said that. Right. But, you know, this is not about Sashin Littlefeather. This is about him trying to slander me. So to, you know, to create this snowball fix. So it's always this snowball fix with these with these people. So, like I said, he knows that his friends called her a, a, a pretendian and he's done nothing about it. Nothing. Right. Um, so part three says Decon's Buffalo didn't have to direct, didn't have to directly call Sashin Littlefeather a pretendian. See, there he goes. He said it. I didn't call her uh, pretending, but that be, the, he says the implications of sharing Taylor's tweet is to reject her regular of being occupation of Alcatraz. Actually, there has been what I was told was there was a native person. She's an old, she's an elder that was in Alcatraz, uh, and she said that so she wasn't there. Uh, this is what I, I was told. It's a very very respectable native person, and I I I'm not gonna name names. Because I'm not trying to, you know, have this person get bombarded. But you know, this person, Nuamuta, uh, is right there saying that I didn't cause the sheen little feather a pretendian, but yet his friends did, right? His friends did, and he's not calling them out. So what the fuck? I don't know why my cat's meowing so much, but yeah, but you know. Um, Little Feather in the next part four, he says, Little Feather has even been called a pretendian by far right communities. Well, I don't know what, has, what, what that has to do with me, right? Um, calling her a pretendian is not an act that should be done by supported by other natives. Yet his native friends that are, have a really big platform, uh, uh, and, you know, uh, have called her pretendian and he's not calling them out. Why? Because he wants to use them as a clout for clout as a platform. He uses people. He he rubs shoulders with people with with a fucking audience, right? To get more followers for him, it's not about educating people, right? It's about getting followers and being I don't know what the fuck a fucking messiah, indigenous messiah, you know. Um, uh, this is, and he wrote part five, this is a severe lack of context that the, that the Decolonist Buffalo podcast should have clarified before supporting such heinous accusations against Little Feather, especially since her family has to face this. Uh, but you heard, but you had a killer on your podcast. In yeah, I had killer on the podcast in 2020. I had her twice on the podcast. You know, we, we talked about this one that was called uh, the pretending list, where she talks about the list. And it's not just, it's, you know, it's funny, this list, this list, even Keeler has said it, um, that the list uh, itself was actually not written by Keeler, by people that have come to Keeler and there was this process. But New Amota's friend, that he's been on, on, on a, his, New Amota has been on his, his platform, actually wrote names on this list 
right? But is new, new Amauta going to, uh, um, uh, is he going to call this person out? Or, or is he going to claim ignorance, right? No, but he's not because, of course, he wants to use this person's platform. He wants to be, you know, uh, you know, kiss ass of these people with big platforms, you know. But there's people out there that had that wrote names on this list, and then when all that backlash of the list came out, they pretended they were against the list, and that is disgusting, right? I didn't write one name on this list, but he's giving me shit about this list. But his personal friends actually wrote names on this list, right? Uh, then part six says, the, this rhetoric didn't get, can wait, this rhetoric then gets extended to Afro-natives who get called fake because they don't look real native, like real Indians. Uh, Latin American natives who lost their identity to immigration, church, state, assimilation, forced adoption. This is really poor. This is really poor. He's just a, saying, telling people that I'm anti-Black when I'm not. Right? I, like I said, I had these conversations on my podcast. I've had conversations about Black liberation, Black sovereignty, the colonial state, having people mixed together, you know, like the, the, the uh, uh, Black nation, Indigenous nations together to create a decolonial state. But, you know, this kid, uh, he just wants to slander, right? So it's whatever. Uh, the last one says, number seven, uh, pretendians are a problem, but the cause public no support of Jacqueline Keeler attack, attack, Jacqueline's attack um, puts into question their education on native identity. Uh, the Buffalo should publicly apologize for supporting Keeler's claim. You should use your decolonial platform responsibly. First off, he needs to apologize to me. Fuck this kid. Fuck him. He's first. He's insinuating I'm I'm anti-black. I'm not. Right. I talk about I talk about mestizaje. I talk about indigenismo. Right. I talk about all these things that that you know this 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 dude um, obviously um, you know doesn't uh, does not understand himself. You know he talks about indigenismo as like it's like some some fucking uh, like pro indigenous you know like decolonial movement in Mexico. When I have if you go to uh, my my uh, Instagram podcast. Uh, on Instagram, uh, there's a whole highlights of, of stories of um, of just stories of you know that's that's focused on race shifting and indigenismo because they are the same thing, right? Indigenismo is race shifting on a national level, and I and I, I've been on panels about this. I'm actually writing a chapter in a book that has like 15 different authors that talk, it's talking about race shifting globally. Right, and I'm, I'm writing it just about indigenismo, you know, and I, I've been researching this for years now, 20 years I've been talking about this, right? And I, with all these articles, you can go to, to the indigenismo, right? Uh, the indigenismo uh, stories on my Instagram, there's so much resources to debunk why, why indigenismo is not pro-indigenous, because it's not. It's actually the opposite, but he keeps pushing that last sort of Cardenas is a pro-indigenous, you know, um, uh, uh, president that he gave to some land reforms, you know, and you know, and all these things that that, that he says that are just like fucking asinine, you know. So let me see. Uh, I didn't see w- which episode. I have episode. Um, let me see. Episode one of wait. 
Yeah, 106, where I, I talk about the book Indian and Nation in Revolutionary Mexico by Alexander S. Dawson. The, the author of the book came, right, um, to uh, um, the podcast in episode 106, and he actually talked about um, the indigenous of Mexico. You could actually read uh, an article by Lourdes Alberto. I have it on the Instagram, uh, the, you know, uh, the, the highlights, nations and nationalism and indigenous, the Indian in the Chicano revolutionary imaginary. How and do you read how that is? How indigenous was fucked up, right? Uh, you know, you can read before Mestizaje by Ben Vincent III. You know, you can read, uh, you know, by not by indigenous, but by race shifting, becoming Indian by Cersei Stern. You can write the story of the same by Daryl LaRoe, Native American DNA by Kim Tauber. You know, you have so many different authors to talk about these things, you know, and he seems to just completely miss. There's an article by Joanna Garcia Charan, an indigenous perspective on Frida Kahlo, also talks about indigenismo, right? And I don't know, I don't know how, how much more, um, you know, he, 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 he wants to, you know, I don't know how much more content you can read eugenics in, in Eugenics in Nation Building by uh, Francesca Conteras, right, which talks about uh, indigenismo and how that shit's anti-Black, right? Uh, you can listen to episode 108, to talk about how, like, you know, indigenismo has led to fucking right-wing neo-Nazis, that, you know, it was weird indigenous neo-Nazis. It happens, right? I, have, I bring so much content. Um, you can you can actually uh, follow there's this person that talks about uh, anti-blackness in 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 in, in uh, Latin America. And her name is Dash Harris, right? And she also talks about indigenismo or or you know mestizaje, how it's fucked up. You know, I don't know what else to bring up. You know, you also got episode uh, I think it's one ten. What they would turn left this podcast on Chicano nationalism, right? Uh, there's the uh, article by. Yamali Habib, Frida Kahlo and the Fetishization of Indigenism, a lingering question. You know, this is things you can look up yourself. This, this, those are in, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 there are articles online. There's like the, these 18th century paintings of interracial Mexican families are based on a lie by Casey Lesser, right? Uh, huh. So, you know, it's, it's there's so much content out there. And the reason I put these things out there is so people can read for themselves, right? And because indigenous issues is very complex, right? So you can't just be like, it's not black and white when it comes to, you know, having to understand. It's very complex. It's just like, oh, is a person that's not enrolled, are they indigenous or not? I mean, some people, don't, blood hunt is fucked up. There's, you know, tribes that have, that they're not recognized. I talk about this. I talk about it all the time. And I recognize this, right? And, you know, uh, my, like I said, I said it before, my own kids are not enrolled because they don't have enough blood quantum. And I think that's fucked up. You know, they go to, but they go to Comanche language class, they participate, you know, in family, obviously we visit family, you know, and, you know, we're part of community, I'm enrolled, right, but they're not, because the blood quantum rules, it's, it's fucking genocidal, right, but does that mean they're not Comanche? No, they are Comanche, right, they're, they're, they're recognized by the community, you know. So, you know, this is the things that it's, it's not, it's not just, you know, it's like, you know, here or there, it's like, you know, it's like, it's, 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 it's 
it's such bullshit, you know. Um, let me see what else. So, uh, so th th this is piece that was, uh, I guess, it was presented. It says during a talk presented by New Amauta, and I titled. Uh, the real mestizo is Indian. I presented a metaphor. This is what this is a paragraph I gotta read that you know it's really racist as fuck. He says it's titled The Old Native on a Mountain Complex, right? Um, and it says, and I quote, during a talk presented by Nyomota and I titled The Real Mestizo is Indian, I presented a metaphor which I called Old Native on the Mountain Complex, which uh, meant to illustrate a parabolic terms that anxiety and great sense of imposter syndrome experienced experienced by many reconnecting and detribalized indigenous people the metaphor also presents an extreme and perhaps hum, uh, humorous example although no means a straw a straw man of, of some standard and efforts taken uh taken believed to be needed in order to be recognized as a real indigenous person recognized by community, authority figure, and given acceptance, uh, which uh, all at once uh, quells any doubts of one's indigeneity, either from self or others. The parable as it follows. One, the one seeking to be a real indigenous person accepted by the community has journeyed to the county, a country of their parents, their ancestor, uh, ancestral town, city, or community. They journey, they journey up a great and perilous mountain, maybe in Mexico, perhaps in the Andes, where elderly indigenous person, a real indigenous person, were in regalia, with all the powers invested in them by the community, informs you that he accepted you, accepts you back into your ancestral community. You are then given a real quechua or Nahuatl name and the permission and the security to identify as such as a member of their tribe, nation, or community. If this metaphor sounds absurd, then let me assure you that it's only mildly more so than than the real life theories and the re recommendation of academics and those who have conflated leftism, leftism, progressivism with decolonization. They argue in order to reclaim one's indigeneity without speaking over real natives from our ancestral communities, one must receive express permission from a community leader or the community itself in order to identify with the heritage of their own immediate families to recent ancestors. Uh, when I returned to, I would say that word, I wondered who exactly amongst the denizens, vendors, and food sellers exactly should I ask for permission to be Kanyari. Indeed, there was no old native in mountain awaiting me. End quote. Right. So this is really fucked up because actually, you know, indigeneity and, and being part of a community, just like, you know, I said earlier about my kids, you know, they have, they're, they're, they have family, families, part of the community. So when they go back home, they're Comanche. Right. There's no old man in the mountain. There's no, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that he says that he kind of he, what he's painting is or this post is saying that people can just claim indigeneity. They don't need community when that's false. Because then, then that's what happens when uh, uh, when the pretend Indian issue comes up, the pretend Indian issue comes up. So, and then so anybody can claim, anybody can self-identify. They don't need community. They need community. This is why sovereignty is important. This, you know, this post is actually very anti-sovereignty because it's up to the community itself to determine who is a member and who's not. You know, you might not like. 
they'll agree with it. Some some tribes, other tribes have quantum. I think their standards are too fucked up. Even Comanche, I think, is is, is is not the standards that I would like, right? But you know, that's what they have. It's our sovereignty. I can't go to some other tribe and tell them you need to do this because that's infringing on their sovereignty, right? I believe they should. The community should work on their on their own standards. You know, a Comanche should work on their own standards. Anybody should work on their own standards. But the moment you tell people you don't need a community to claim indigeneity, it's when you let things run amok, right? So this, you know, it, it, he says it on, on his fucking tweets that yeah, it's a problem, but you know, it's not, it, it's blah blah blah, whatever the fuck you know he said. Let me see. <laughs> Uh, what's the last thing? Uh, pretendings are a problem, but the Collins Buffalo support for gym theater, blah, 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 right? So if, if it's a problem and I'm addressing it through sovereignty, right? Through having dialogue, because this is such a complex thing, we should have dialogue about it because not everybody agrees the same about the same thing. No, they don't. Some people, let's be honest, we should be very honest. Some natives are really uptight and they say, oh, it should be like one quarter or half. I've I met tribal members that said, have said that, you know, and I think that's outrageous, right? I, I believe it should be like, a, 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 you know, a lineal descent. If you can prove that, you know, you, you have, you're native, then you're native, but you have to be part of a community. You have to, you know, go, go to that community. There has to be community that, 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 that Tribal governments has to say, you know, build a constitution or constitutional, you know, amendments to say, hey, yeah, this blah blah blah, right? To to call to to create these things, you know, and there is uh, I mean, you know, it's I I don't know what to say. Anybody that that knows me, anybody that that you know that that has spoken to me about these things knows how I feel or what's my stance. At this point, these things, these tweets that he's saying are just bad faith and they're just bought out, bought out slander. Because like I said, he's claiming I'm anti-black. He's saying that I called, he said in the fucking tweets that I didn't call Sashin Littlefeather Britannian, but his friends did. His friends contributed to the fucking list, but he's not gonna fucking pub, pub, publicly out them. You know? And that's fucked up because he knows who they are. And he can claim ignorance if he wants, but his friends have, have said that. He's, he's been on their channels, he's been on their YouTube channels chatting with them, you know? But here we are, this is just cloud chasing. So the next topic we're gonna talk about is his involvement with a network of people of, you know, that, that support these things. He, this is why he, he sells classes, you know, can you imagine? Um, this dude uh, selling classes about decolonial history, you know, decolonial this and that. When he's again, he himself is has misconstrued, mis has misconceptions about uh, indigenismo and and its in its role it, uh, within settler colonization in Mexico. And he's telling people, he's selling them these classes and telling them that's the, that was the good thing. He's exploiting. Decolonial history. He's a so-called decolonial history. He's exploiting indigeneity. You know who who is this dude? Like I, I don't even understand. Like to, to to sell classes. I don't even do that. I've gone to um, uh, I've gone. I, I've given lectures 
to even to his friends about uh, historic uh, the um, history of federal Indian law in the U.S. Decolonization is not a metaphor. Decolonial theory, you know, about, with PowerPoints and I mean, it's PowerPoints. It took me weeks to create them. To and I, and I have been I've been doing this for years, even before the podcast. I've been doing this, you know, helping people understand about our sovereignty for the longest time, right? So, and I've never once ever have taken one penny from anybody because I feel. I, we, or I, the people need to understand our sovereignty and our, and our perspectives for us to actually build solidarity with non-natives, right? I, I, there was a point where I asked one of his friends, I was like, hey man, you know, natives, natives, you know, uh, non-natives are, are telling me they don't understand this, don't understand that. And his friend said, hey man, you're not making this podcast for non-natives, fuck them. And I thought to myself, you know, I really reflected on that, right? And I think that's wrong. I think it's important to have non-natives understand our sovereignty, our history, settler colonization, you know, uh, the colonial uh, theory, you know, for us to have solidarity so we can move forward. Because right now, as anybody that follows this podcast knows, that I talk about Pat Sox, uh, patriotic socialist, American patriotic socialist which I call seller nationalist. I made episodes about this, right? With Turn Leftist Podcast. So, um, you know, these people, the Pat Sox, don't understand our sovereignty. They don't understand seller colonization. They, they call themselves indigenous because their family's been here for a hundred years, which is fucked up, right? And, you know, they don't understand the colonial theory. So they create these wacko liberation theories to you know uh and, and you know put us in a position where we're we're again the the, the wards and in and, and the communist state their communist state, whatever they, they want to be fascist or communist you know because right now these packs are fascist you know they, they, they claim to be communist so they, they want to be like the guardians they want to be the wards that's the, the system we have now so my thing is to make sure people understand right and I have not taken any money, any, any money for this podcast. I, I've taken stuff out of my my uh, my pocket to you know subscription for Zoom. Uh, before when I did in person in person uh, interviews, wires that keep going out for some reason. I'm an audio person, but you know, I, I you know my, the the purpose was to help people understand on these issues, and you know it seems like uh, that's all I want. That's what I really want. You know, in over the last five years uh, in this podcast, because this November is going to be five years, right? So over the last five years, four or five years, so I noticed the amount of people that really are starting to understand, or like I said, stellar colonization, native sovereignty, decolonial theory, right? And then you mix that together with Marxist theory. It's a very powerful thing in my point of view, right? So... I'm happy, man. And I, you know, I've seen people debating other people online. And you know, I just I just I just I sit there and I go through it. And some of these people, I'm proud of them. They're not natives, right? Because they're actually defending decolonization, defending our sovereignty, right? And 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 they're real Marxists. And I appreciate that from them. I'm, I'm, it makes me happy. 
you know so for this for this kid to, to you know to claim that you know i i all the shit that he's saying you know it's 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 disgusting by the same time he, he's in a network of, of people they're selling classes they're giving this information network of people that have that are talking about I mean, this dude you know uh This dude, um, you know, has talked shit about me in group chats and I've gotten it before. Because people send me stuff all the time, you know? And I was like, what the fuck? Um, and I really ignored it, right? Um, I had, and, and, you know, and I think that's dirty as fuck. You know, for him to say, to claim he doesn't, you know, he's never done anything towards me because I get, I get people that, you know, the native people, what they do is they go in and they, you know, see what's going on with this pretending or with these networks of pro indigenous people and they, and they, they you know, play the role. And so there's some people that gave me screenshots of some conversations. I, was, I, I thought to myself, what, what the fuck did I do to this kid? Right. Um, and I had um, Victor who's come on the podcast many times. He goes by Victor. Uh, he goes by Red Falcon on on um, on Twitter. And he goes Red Falcon on, on Instagram. And he one day he messaged me. He was like, hey, man, Muamuta is asking if you hate him. You know, I found that really stupid. Why Why couldn't Muamuta reach out to me? He couldn't write a comment, hey, man, I want to DM you, but I can't. You know, anything, anything, right? So, like, but instead he goes to somebody else and asks his question right and doesn't have dialogue with me i find that really like immature right and i got turned off by that i was like what the fuck is it? why did he go to you right and this is why i addressed that in the last uh episode i had with uh uh turn leftist let me see what number was it um 115 you know because i, I found that stupid like if you if you have a question for me you have a concern come to me i always said this you know anybody can come to me anybody you know, and um, he did it. He did it. You know, and and it's telling. It's telling because you know adults talk to each other. Obviously, he's not mature enough to be um, uh, to to address things like an adult, right? So, like I said, going back to this, you know, me, I I, I messaged him yesterday after people, you know. You know, informed me that he was going to talk shit. Yeah, he stood up, and said, "Yeah, I, I was going to because you know." Let me let me read it. I'll read it for. I, I'm going to post these. Uh, uh, I'm going to post these um, group chats. I mean, this the like DMs. Uh, so I wrote. I wrote. I'm getting people in my DMs telling me you posted about me today. Question mark. In regard to Little Feather and me being anti-Mexican. Question mark. Is this true? Question mark. Uh, he wrote, I'm about to, I just uploaded early uh, and I still had to edit it. Why? And I wrote, so you're making me talking shit about me. Then he wrote, you're insulting Sashin Littlefeather by supporting claims she's a pretendian. That's not disrespectful to, that's not disrespectful to me, which you've done before, but to Littlefeather, this is bigger than you, man. And I wrote, but uh, aren't so and so? I named them. I named them in a the group chat. Members calling her a pretendian. 
Are you calling them out? I have screenshots of them calling her pretending. I have not, and I and I wrote, I have not called Little Feather pretending. Uh, and then he, you know, he wrote, uh, I wrote, I, I'm sorry, I wrote, are you digging yourself in something you won't be able to handle? Because you say some very fucked up shit that hands are native. You know, and here we go. So, you know, this dude, and then, you know, there's a whole thing that he wants, he wanted me to agree to not talk about him, right? He wanted me to agree not to talk about him. And that's, that was the agreement, that's it, right? And I was just like, no, because he, he's obviously twisting shit. You know, he's twisting shit and he's kind of weird. So, you know, he wrote me a comment, uh, you know, DM, um, uh, you know, wanted me to agree. He was like, it's clear as day. I don't have to upload my post as long as we agree not to call each other out on, in public. Uh, after some time, we may talk to each other, but not before. You know, but I guess, again, he's trying to silence me. Silence me, sorry. Uh, so I wrote, I'll be honest, that sounds like a, a threat on your part. I don't have to upload my post as long as, that sounds like a fucking threat, right? And I requested a cool down period where we don't trash each other publicly until we speak to each other. I, I give it a week. So a week from now, you know, sometime within a week, we need to have a verbal, verbal conversation on Zoom, preferably. I wrote, and then we can talk about, one, addressing your grievances with me, and personal issues. Two, your artistic, uh, artistic agreements with whatever political stuff, comma, if you want. Three, uh, if you want to talk about, I said, I wrote, I want to talk about your shit talking about me because I know it's happened. Four, making any agreements not to fuck with each other. That's fine, you know? Then I wrote, uh, there'll be no name calling during this conversation. And I wrote, I think verbal is better because people can misread texts and read them as angry when it's not. That's why I think verbal is important. Then he straight up denied it. He says that he doesn't agree. But then he got really weird and he was like, uh, like, do you consider do you consider me a fellow indigenous person? And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I guess, you know, whatever. And he's like, I'll ask again, do you consider me an indigenous person? Then you should know what it means to break a treaty. Like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. Just have a conversation with me on Zoom, right? Just have a conversation with me and talk things out like a normal fucking person. This internet shit's fucking stupid. This is a cloud chasing thing for New Muta. This kid doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He likes Nihanismo. He's fucking pushing pro uh, cellular conversation things. He's he's accusing me of being anti-black, but there's no proof. He he straight up says I never called Sashin Littlefeather Britannian, even though he knows his friends has done it, right? He knows his friends done it, and he, again he's not calling them out. What the fuck is that, right? And he knows his friends added to people on that fucking list, right? And he's not calling them out. Why? Because they, he wants to use their platform. And I hope they're listening. And I know they know who they are. Uh, he wants to use their platform for more followers. And that's what he did. He's doing that shit. You know? And then, you know, on top of that, my final words is this dude, uh, last spring, he straight up said he wasn't a Marxist. And now he's a fucking Marxist. Like three months later, he was a Marxist expert. Right? Um, you know... I, I just find it, I just find it funny. I just find it funny. I find it, this whole thing is funny to me because, you know, he, you know, it's just anybody, anybody, anybody that believes this stuff knows that that's not who I am. I mean, they know, I mean, anybody that knows me, I'm sorry. Anybody that knows me knows that that's not who I am. And if you want to believe that, that's on you, dude. That's on you, right? I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing 
I have integrity. This obviously he, he shows that he doesn't have integrity. Um, and that's it, you know? And it, you know, if his, his thing uh, is, is getting clouds and having other people come out and say, yeah, fucking because Buffalo's fucked up and this is why, ooh, he had Keeler on, ooh. And it's just like, it's such kid shit. It's such kid shit because like, oh, okay. Um, it's just, I, <laughs> it's just wild shit because he's trying to stop me from, he's trying to like isolate uh, me having conversation with Keeler but yet he's associating with people that are putting out anti-native fucking rhetoric and he's not calling them out. He's a, he doesn't call out these people that actually call Little Feather a pretendian. He doesn't. It is all kid shit on the internet. So Fuck it, dude. Like, I, anybody believes this? Anybody believes slander? I addressed my slander before. Um, I, I don't know what episode it was. Let me check. You know, <sighs> let me see. I did address the slander um, in a previous episode. Let me see. Oh, episode 89. Uh, yeah, episode 89. I addressed, you know, people were trying to fucking give me shit for my detribalized de- de- But I also addressed that, um, I addressed that, you know, that was done out of bad faith. That, you know, these people that did it, you know, um, uh, did it out of bad faith. And, you know, so there's something on the internet that I, I call this the slippery slope. It's like a snowball effect. Right. So what happened is in the past, I talked about this on, I think I talked about this on the episode. So I think it was another episode too, where I talk about internet beef culture, whatever. And that is episode, um, I think it's right next to it, um, with 88. So every 88 and 89 are, are me talking about these things. So the slippery slope, my, uh, my snowball concept is, you know, uh, so like, for example, I'll take his post. New Moto will say all these things, alleging all these things, you know, uh, he'll say, oh, I never said he was anti-Black, right? But he's suggesting it though. And then somebody will pick it up and then they will say, oh, damn, I read that the Conrad Buffalo is anti-Black, even though I'm not, only because he's tweets. Or, or they'll say, hey, I heard that the Conrad Buffalo called such a little feather pretending, even though I didn't, even though his friends did, right? And... And it, and it snowballs. So then it, it goes, it spreads, like, oh no, Decon's Buffalo this, Decon's Buffalo that. And then next thing you know, this is why I don't beef with people online because I know there's people that take things too far. So previously there was, uh, I'll say, I, I, talked, I talked about this before with, with that podcast, there was a podcast called Indigenous Podcast. And I, I had some back and forth with them, right? But it got to the point that my name was released and not by them, by their followers. And then I started getting death threats. And I think the moment they saw that I got death threats, right? A death threat that they were like, fuck, this is fucked up. And I told them, hey man, this is, this is why I don't believe in like beefing with like regular people on the internet because there's always somebody. 
that takes it too far, right? This is, this is different between Haas, Maupin, or Hinkle, right? These people are pushing white supremacist ideologies, right? And we have to address it. But, you know, I would never, like, with no integrity, make a post like Nuno Mauta did, right? And I think he should apologize, because I'm not apologizing for, why am I apologizing for? You know, like, I want to know, right? Because a lot of these people have said a lot of fucked up things ab about me, and then and, and, and I got death threats. And, I've and I'll say it again, and, I, and I'll say it uh, a thousand times. The reason why, well, there's two reasons why I don't really post my face. One is because um, I'm not doing this for clout. A lot of like this podcast are like, oh, look at me, look at me, I'm trying to be famous. I don't give a fuck about that. My goal is to really um, uh, help people learn. I don't give a fuck. I don't, don't want to walk down the street and it's somebody, like, hey, it's you. Like, I, no, I want peace, right? Uh, There's time where I want to be left alone with my kids. And then two is that, my kids, right? So there was a time where somebody posted my picture and my address and told people to shoot up my house. And this was because I was speaking about Chicanismo and how it was dangerous, right? And this also led, was, you know, not led, but it, this also was from this like little snowball rumors, just like New Amota is doing, right? It, it started with little rumors and this and that, and I'm anti-Mexican, or I'm anti-Chicano, or I hate Chicanos, blah, blah, blah. I don't, right? And then it snowballed and snowballed, and somebody on the internet picked it up and somehow found me, posted my picture with my address and told people to shoot up my house. And this was like when my son was like a week or two old. So I imagine I have a baby, right? And, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like now I'm, you know, I'm trying to take care of my newborn baby and I'm trying to worry if someone's gonna fucking shoot up my house, right? And I actually stepped back from organizing at that time and from politics because I was like, damn what the fuck is this? This is not normal behavior, you know? So when I, before I started the podcast, I self-reflected a lot, right? I self-reflected and I, you know, and I, I thought to myself, I'm not going to do this because I don't need people being aggressive for, you know, or, or, or doxing people. It's stupid shit. You know, like I said, there's a difference between Haas, Hinkle, and Moppet. They want to be in the spotlight and they're purposely putting white supremacist shit out there, right? But somebody like New Mauta, these small time pretendians with, you know, selling, you know, you know, fake the colonial classes, those people don't matter to me. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I put my content out there. So when a person comes, they can, they can go through all our New Amuta stuff, all his friend stuff. I don't care, they should, right? But when, once the moment they start hitting my content with the people that I have or the, or the resources that I have in these highlights, all these articles, all these, you know, videos, all these, you know, uh, book recommendations, they will see how these other points of views are flawed. Plain and simple. I don't have to do anything else. And this is why I made those tweets yesterday about Go to the, the, the Indigenismo highlights. Go to all the highlights. There's so many resources. And then I have a podcast share drive, 
right? So people can go in there. And it's going to grow because I'm going to find other articles. I'm always reading stuff. I'm, I'm actually trying to get digital copies of books so give, to give them away for free. And none of this, I want nothing for this. I just want people to understand. So it doesn't, it, these people that, you know, are, are pushing DNA, that shit doesn't matter to me, you know? Because at the end of the day, when they, once they read like Lourdes Alberto, all these other, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, books I've said earlier, all these articles, all they hear all these different perspectives, they will see that that shit's flawed. And I wish sometimes that, you know, that him and his friends would actually talk about these things. But like I said, uh, he did it. He, I told him in, in, in the DMs to talk to me and he refused because this was pre-planned. Because what's the next step? The next step is other slander, other false slander. Because the slander that he put already is already false. So it's going to be a snowball of false slander. That's all this is. It's him trying to silence me because I challenge his narrative. He's a coward. He's a coward, plain and simple. He can't, he can't, de he can't debate me publicly. He can't talk to me privately. So what, he can't even acknowledge or take accountability for the shit talking he has done about me in private. So he has to do this spectacle, this dance on Twitter. He has 14,000 followers. So he knows he has more followers than I do. But in the, the day, just like Fidel Castro, I have a moral vest. It doesn't bother me. Fuck New Amaruta. Fuck him. He's a child. He's immature. Anybody that follows him, should, I, I think, fuck him. You know, I, I don't think, fuck him. This guy, he's a fucking dumbass. Plain and simple. Um, so, you know, if, if, if you want to, if somebody wants to hate me, go ahead. I have done nothing to this kid. I never caused a shingle a feather. A pretendian, his friends did again for the hundredth time. You know, uh, his friends added names to that fucking pretendian list. Um, you know, he's obviously said it. I took screenshots of the whole conversation, which I'm going to fucking post. Um, and, um, you know, <laughs> I'm also, you know, also post the fucking thread. And you, you'll see. You see how this is going to snowball to dumb shit, dumb shit to try to cancel me. Like I said, I have a moral vest. So um, that's all I want to say. I think, thank you for listening to my rant. Um, uh, yeah, well, fuck him. So yeah, so I, 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 I hope to, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Have a good night. Have a good morning. Whatever the fuck, you know, just.